It's the rendezvous with Simon Marcel. Bonjour et bonsoir. C'est Simon Marcel, Simon Marcel. Good evening. Welcome to the rendezvous. Before we talk love, before we talk about your relationship, let me share this story. True story. It happened earlier. Friends of mine back in France, been married for almost 15 years, two kids. They drink too much, and then she provoked him in playing the game of truth, le jeu de la vérité. Which, when you're a teenager, you play like, you know, have you cheated on me? I will forgive you. Tell me everything. And he makes the mistake of admitting that, I don't know, 12 years ago, he had something with somebody work with. I don't know the details. He didn't tell the exact technical details, but something happened for one hour, let's say. And now she's so furious that she told him she did the same thing. And I said, why do you play those stupid games? What happened in the past stays in the past. Don't play the game of truth. Call me first, please. 855-905-8255. I'm here. If you have a question for me, call the rendezvous now, please. 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Larissa. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, bonjour. What's going on? How can I help you? Well, I recently started dating this guy for about a month. And he's mm -hmm. kind, he's generous, he's sweet, he's funny. We have great chemistry. It's a great relationship. However, I just recently found out that he was uh, living with a woman for about eight years. And that part's mm -hmm. okay. But he cheated on her with somebody that lasted almost a year. And I'm just concerned that that's going to happen to me. And maybe once you're a cheater, you're always a cheater. Is he going to change? I'm very hesitant about continuing. Although we get along fantastic, I don't like that character flaw. I see. Uh, before I answer, what's the biggest mistake you've ever made in a relationship during your lifetime? Uh, my biggest mistake? Um, probably saying I enjoyed a meal that I didn't enjoy while we were out. I see. But that's not too bad. No. No. You never cheated? No. You never lied. Well, yes. I, okay. I said that the meal was good or a movie was good or I enjoyed a joke, you know, in, in a nice way. I hear you, but you never had a, a lie like a bad one. You, so, because, I mean, we, we all make mistakes. The reason I do this show, I've made more mistakes than, than possible and I don't want you to do it, so I do the show. But the reason I'm asking you this because this guy cheated on his... Uh, significant other not with you that's before you and so i believe that we have to judge in the present i mean if he cheated on you it would be a different story but let's follow your intuition larissa in your intuition should you or should you not date this man still i think i should give him a, a second chance because people make mistakes and i don't know all the circumstances that occurred i like that I like that because let's be honest, if, if we were all judge, especially me, on all the mistakes I've, we've made, nobody would date me anymore and nobody would say, <laughs> I'll give him a chance. So I think we've got to be humble and honest and I think that it makes sense when this person has not cheated on you directly that you give him a second chance. So we agree. Thank you, Larissa. Give him a second chance and follow your intuition. You'll be okay. Thank you. Always appreciate it. Always enjoy your show. Thank you very much. You're most welcome. Thank you for listening and calling me. I really appreciate you too, and have a good night. You too. Coming up, I am going to go answer Serena Facebook message question. 
because her boyfriend doesn't seem to be really paying a lot of attention at a certain department of their relationship, and she needs to know what to do to change that. So um, I'm going to get to a Facebook message next. I received a very interesting question from Serena at The Rendezvous Show, Facebook message actually. Serena goes, Bonjour Simon, my boyfriend is not good at the ooh-la-la. He's selfish and he doesn't try to please me at all. And even when I've tried to tell him how to do things in a nice way, he just doesn't get it. My friend says I should take the ooh-la-la off the table until he tries to please me. But Simon, do you think that's a good idea? Please advise. Hmm. If your partner is not good at the ooh-la-la and selfish and doesn't even try to please you, should you take the ooh-la-la off the table until he tries better? I'll tell you what I think next. What would you do if you had a partner that sucked at ooh-la-la, very bad at ooh-la-la, and not even trying to make it better, even though, like, Serena has uh, sent me this uh, Facebook message. She says, you know, I try to nicely show him what I like, and he doesn't even try, and, you know, he doesn't get it. So her girlfriend told her, hey, listen, take the ooh-la-la off the table until he tries to please you. And then Serena wants to know if it's a good idea. Is it a good idea to take the ooh-la-la off the table when you're in a relationship? Only, and that's the case of Serena, if your partner doesn't try anything at all and you become just an object instead of a subject in a relationship, yes, stop the ooh-la-la. Ooh-la-la is an exchange of love, of passion, of energy. It's not a one-way street. If it is, I don't recommend you continue. So, uh, Serena, stop the ooh-la-la, have a conversation with him, and if he can't change, just change the boyfriend. Cannot stay in a relationship when somebody doesn't try at all to please you and the ooh-la-la sucks. Life is too short for bad ooh-la-la. Really. You call that next. Bonjour, Leila. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Leila. So, I understand uh, during this crazy pandemic, you had a very romantic uh, situation happen to you. What happened? Yes, I did. Uh, I had to quarantine for a couple of weeks because there was a concern that I might possibly have COVID. Fortunately, it turned out that I do not. However, the gentleman that I have been dating and who I like very much came to my window, the window below my apartment every single day during the quarantine and sang me a love song. It was a different song each day. Sometimes he had learned and memorized the whole song. Sometimes he had a cheat sheet with him. But wow. it was it, it was so incredibly sweet and romantic, and he went to a lot of trouble to do it. And on the last day of the quarantine, he actually proposed by holding up a sign that he had made that was beautiful and he had flowers and it was just so incredibly romantic and it touched my heart. And so, of course, we are now engaged. Oh, congratulations. Wow. Wow. Congratulations. I didn't see that coming. It was so amazing and I, I just couldn't believe it. And, um... You know, of course, some of the neighbors started to notice, and they got involved, and it, it just really was so 
it just touched my heart so much and it meant so much to me and and it was really a commitment on his part he he came every day and so i i just feel so so lucky and fortunate of course of course well listen i love that story congratulations first of all to both of you many years of happiness and thank you for bringing that nugget of love and romance to my show tonight thank you so much and have a good night good night simon changing gears to go to my voicemail because gabrielle um has been on and off with a guy for three years and she needs my advice so her voicemail is next do you know that you can always 24 7 leave me your question in a voicemail at 855-905-8255 and i will answer just like for gabrielle's take a listen Hello, Simon. My name is Gabrielle, and I'm calling. I'm first on advice. Um, I have been talking to this guy for like three years on and off, and um, there's a lot of feelings there. We care about each other, but he's flaky because of past relationships. He's scared to get in a relationship, and I don't want him out of my life, but I really don't know how to proceed with the situation. You know, I'm 30 years old, and I struggle with uh, relationships, and I'm not sure why. But uh, Marcy, which I think is thank you so much for um, listening to my voicemail, and hopefully I will get the advice that I need. Thank you so much. Gabrielle, thanks for the voicemail. Indeed, it's a good question. If you've been with someone for three years on and off, and it's not really moving forward, uh, should you stay with them, really? Or is it time to say bye-bye? I'll answer Gabrielle's question next. Have you ever been in a situation where you've been on and off with a person for three years or, you know, the other person, because of past relationships, is hurt, so they don't really commit that much, but you like them, they like you, it's like with or without you, you know, it's like I can't leave, but then nothing is really moving forward. So Gabrielle left me a voicemail saying, you know, what should I do really? And my advice for you, Gabrielle, is this, what hasn't worked in the past will not work in the future. So for three years, it's been the same thing. The next three years will be the same thing. My advice to you is just to break up with him and find somebody who really wants to be with you. And then you can build your castle. If you stay with him, you're not going to build any castle. But you're going to have a good time. So it depends what you go. If you want to build a future with somebody, you want reliable. If you just want to have fun and uh, you know, be on the lightness of being, then keep that guy. But my intuition tells me you should leave him and find somebody serious. That's my answer. Gabrielle, thank you. You call the next. Any questions about your relationship? Call me now. 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Monica. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Monica. What's going on tonight? How can I help you? Well, um, for the last... I don't know, however many months, I've been doing online Zoom dates. Like, I was on Bumble, and yep. it all went to Zooms. And there were a bunch of guys, but now it's, like, four steady ones on Zoom. And now, like, things are getting a little better, and people want to they want to meet in person. And, like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I don't know if I, if I want that. Like, the Zoom dating has been great. And also, I don't know if I want to pick, because I really, like, dating four guys has been great. But then once things get physical, then I really will have to pick. But I I'm just, I don't know. I'm so torn over this whole thing. I'm like, how can I break up with them without having met them? But I don't know what I want. And I don't okay. know how to figure this out. 
All right, let's do step by step. First of all, um, your fear of meeting or your resistance to meet, is it because of the pandemic or is it because of another reason? Well, also, like, I can't meet in person with more than one. I feel like I'm, if I meet one, uh, you know, then what if that person has it and I pass it to the other ones? I don't know, like, a little bit pandemic, okay. but more like, I really like to Zoom when we're just talking. <laughs> Well, then, then stay to Zoom. Listen, it's you dating, you rules, right? The thing is that you, you can really uh, decide the way you want it. If you just get entertained and have fun with those four guys, well, don't ever meet them. And if they don't like it, then too bad. They're not going to come after you. don't even know where you live. So, <laughs> honestly, the beauty of this is, and especially with the pandemic right now, I don't advise people to meet in person. So, I recommend Zoom. I recommend fun. I recommend it's safe. And, and, and you can have a lot of excitement with zero risk. Zero. Yeah, So, true. Really, my advice for you is to keep doing what you're doing. And if they don't like it, say, listen, uh, and you can use the pandemic, say, you know, I'm not going to meet anybody until the uh, pandemic is over and there's a vaccine. So um, see you in 2021 or, you know, bye-bye. <laughs> yeah, sounds good. Okay, Monica. So just have fun and take it easy. And don't worry. I mean... You know, there's four, there's five, there's six, there's seven. It's all good, risk-free, entertaining, exciting, and good for your morale in these crazy times. Okay. All right. I like that. Thanks, Simon. <laughs> I know you would. All right, Monica. Thanks for calling and have a good night. Okay. You too. And now I'm going to go listen to Elizabeth's voicemail because apparently uh, there's a guy who compliments her a little too much. Let's, let's get to a voicemail to understand exactly the situation. Next. If you have a question for me, 24-7, not just right now, tonight, no, 24-7, do like Elizabeth. Leave me a voicemail with your question at 855-905-8255. Take a listen. Bonjour, Simon. This is Elizabeth, and I've been dating this guy, and he gives me constant compliments, which would usually be a good thing, but it's way too much and so over the top. I just want to ask him, like, you know, cool it with the compliments a little bit, but I don't want to offend him. So, I don't know. How would you suggest bringing it up to him in a way that I don't offend him? I can't wait to hear what you say, Simon. I'll be listening. Thank you, Elizabeth, for uh, listening and for your voicemail. Yeah, what can you do if your partner is the type that compliments you, like, all the time, kind of over the top to cool things down a little bit with the compliments? I'll tell you that next. Stay with me. Have you ever dated somebody that was complimenting you all the time? And like Elizabeth said in a voicemail, it was like over the top. Like, it's too much. Just to say, I, I got it. I know you love me and this and that. But you feel like it's, it's too much. And you feel it's too much because your intuition detects the passive aggressiveness in it. Right? So people do that to force you to be nice almost. It's, it's a subconscious strategy to pass sometimes a control on somebody. Because look, Elizabeth, instead of telling her, listen, hey, relax, the compliments, I got you, I love you, that's good, stop it. She's afraid to hurt her feelings. You see the, the, the game there? Anything that is too much and you feel it's not being normal, it is because it's not normal. So follow your intuition. If you feel it's too much, just say it. Don't keep the unspoken. Don't get into the trap. Free yourself from the trap of guilt and say, just too much. Hey, listen, I know, but let's cool down the complimenting. It's okay. All right, that's my advice to you, Elizabeth. Thanks for the voicemail, and you call the next.
855-905-8255. Bonjour Heidi. Bonjour Simon. Bonjour, bonjour. Uh, what's going on with your husband? How can I help you? Oh my gosh. Uh, well, we're having some trouble because my mother has just moved in with us. She's quite ill and doesn't have any friends and I'm her only family. And she and my husband do not get along. It's just a very toxic environment now. I don't know what yep. to do. Okay. Why do they not get along? I mean, is there a reason? Is it something that she does or he does? What's, what do you think is the reason of the beef? Um, they're just very different people. She has lots of different like habits, hygienically, for one thing, than he does. He's very neat and clean, and she's not. So he's just very okay. sullen most of the time, and she's very jokes a lot, and it just it's a really uncomfortable environment now. I'm very unhappy. What do you think is a reasonable compromise? I honestly do not know. I've tried to talk to her a little bit about cleaning up more. I've tried to ask him to lighten up, please, for my sake. I think maybe I just have to have separate dinner times because that's the main course of contention. I like that. That's a good idea. That's a practical good idea. Separate dinner time. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, why not? After all, because like this, you enjoy your time with your mom stress-free and you en enjoy the second dinner with your husband stress-free. Yeah, okay, I'm glad you say this because I didn't know if that was the right thing to choose. Listen, anything that can help due to the fact that your mom has to be there, we have to be practical. You know, in life, it's not just about the romance or sometimes the family, it's about being practical. And just what I wanted to ask you is, I hope you like cooking because you're going to have to cook two different meals, right? You're going to have to do it all over again. Are you okay with cooking two dinners? <laughs> it's better than all the stress I'm feeling, so yes, I think I'll, I'll be okay with it. <laughs> all right. Well, then, that's step one, and then you, you do the same thing. You separate your worlds between him and her as much as you can. Yeah, okay. I think I'm going to have to do that. I think so, too. You know, I'm sorry for mm. all that. But that's, you know, remember, the more practical, everybody's more at ease. So yeah. I'm 100% behind, behind you on that strategy. Okay. I'm glad to hear it. Thank you. Merci. Merci à toi, Heidi. Thank you so much for calling. Good luck to you, and have a good night. You, too. Thank you. Oh, I got a good question for you to finish this show. Do you look at your ex's social media? Yes? No? Let's talk about that next. Do you ever look at your ex's social media? Hmm, the temptation of the devil. You've moved on, you're with somebody else, you take a sneak peek, and then you follow and check everything they do. So I wanted to know if you did or not. And I posted it on my magic social media, at Rendezvous Radio. And 58% uh, of you voted, yes, I do. I've looked at my ex's social media. 48% of you voted, no, I do not look at my ex's social media. And I have many times. <laughs> but I'm single, so, you know, what else to do these days in this crazy pandemic? You look at your ex's social media, you stalk a little bit. I'll admit to it, no harm, though. Anyway, thank you so much for voting on my social media and following me at Rendezvous Radio. Thank you for spending this uh, rendezvous with me tonight. Really appreciate you being with me every single night. Merci beaucoup et bonsoir. The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel.